Hey, it's Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks, and you're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. You're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards, where every yard counts. NFL podcast here for you today. I'm your host, Timothy Lampmunk. Welcome you all in. I hope you're all doing very well indeed. In this sweltering heat, uh, today I'm joined alongside Lee, and back from his one pod, pod suspension, Rob Greenwood. Welcome you boys in. Rob, I see you passed uh, 1,000 followers during your stay away from the Full 10 Yards facility. I did, and that's because I've got such good takes with Jamie for Winston. Uh, <laughs> No, well, there is a bit of a spoiler alert because we are going to talk about it today. But obviously, you know, he's my boy, mm. you know, and yeah, he's great. And we're going to talk about why he's great. And I'm probably going to be banned for three or four games, three or four pods now. Well, we're going to we're going to let you uh, put your appeal in, so we, we'll let you take the floor and uh, <laughs> <laughs> respect the right to rent whoever you, you know whoever you back in. So yeah. That's fine. I don't know if you can have a spoiler for something that's not happened yet, uh, or it's not well, going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I, take, I take it the appeal is I've got to uh, put Dak in my top 10 or something like that, is it? Well, you've done that anyway. I haven't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, Lee, obviously, um, you've been very busy putting together the ingredients for your concoction of college content. A lot of seeds yes, for you there. Nice, nice alliteration. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So building a team, uh, coming up with some ideas. And then, you know, in the next few weeks, um, as I put out with my supply lines article, just, yeah, just going to be sort of alerting everyone to the incoming content that's going to be coming out of the CFB factory. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll get to that a bit later on in fourth down in your full 10 yards update. But like I say, yeah, our play calls look like this. First down, news and notes, a couple of bits to, I need to get some heat off my chest. But second down, as uh, Rob alluded to, QB rankings. So uh, looking at the QB rankings from an NFL perspective, all 32, we'll, we'll quickly whittle, whittle through all of those. Third down quiz, Neil Elliott looking to uh, better Freddie Harper-Davis's um, little, it's a little grudge match between those two uh, offline, so I, so I saw so it'd be interesting to see how he gets on and then fourth down a couple of little fun bits to do uh, 14 yards housekeeping including the the winner or should we say the, the person who's been assigned to the coveted 14 yards at listener uh, the staff league and also details about the listener league as well but if you enjoy the podcast at any moment please let us know you can do that by leaving us a review on itunes or subscribe wherever you find the podcast let us know uh, via, via dm or however you want that would be awesome don't forget you can get us on the twitter at 14 yards uh, you can follow um you can follow all of us at Tim, Tim underscore Monk F10. Why I've changed it, lads. I've changed it. And, I saw uh, that. <laughs> I, 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 I just let me just put in there, but because I, I didn't thank all 1,004 followers, oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I kind of passed it off. But yes, yeah. I have. I passed the thousand mark today. So thank you, guys. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's lovely to have a thousand followers, and I hope that I can continue to give you shocking takes. Yeah, I, I saw I saw it this morning on 999, and I didn't have any burner accounts left to follow you with, so. <laughs> yeah, well, like, all 900 of my banner accounts are on different phones somewhere over the country. Absolutely. Um, yeah, don't forget, you can get me at Tim underscore Monk F10Y, Rob at FF Britballer, Lee at Wakefield 90, and don't forget all the plethora of full 10 yards branches that you can get involved with. Go and give them all a, uh, go and give them all a follow. But, lads, it's time for first down. First down. Okay. First down is a bit of a news and notes. So we'll start off with the, I suppose, the main headline over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Tyreek Hill will not serve a suspension. And Andy Reid said the Chiefs were 
uh, air quotes, comfortable about having him back. Uh, not the word I would use personally, but um, there we go. Uh, League said in a statement on Friday that it's not been given access to information in Tyreek Hill's court proceedings. A district attorney uh, in June said this investigation was dropped because officials couldn't prove who injured Hill's three-year-old son. So you have to kind of wonder the amount of time they've taken to investigate uh, and all the quotes coming from Roger Goodell saying that they've thoroughly investigated it. I mean, considering they haven't got that information, I'm not quite sure what they've done instead, you know, apart from twiddling their thumbs. But uh, also noted that from that, that his, his fiance Crystal, I can't remember her, whatever her name is, um, stupid woman, um, think she didn't come forward and, and give in, in, any information to the proceedings as well. So, um, I mean, that's the reason why. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen in this situation. It's just infuriating personally. But uh, uh, is, is it a case, Lee, that maybe something might happen at a future, uh, future point and someone's sitting on something here? Yeah, very much so. Could be, couldn't it? I mean, obviously. I think quite a lot of people, I mean, she's not come off in a great light. No. So, you know, people could sort of think that and that could be, you know, what's happened because, you know, people then thinking, well, obviously she's not got her head screwed on and, you know, she's obviously got some an ace up her sleeve potentially, in, you know, in the future. So, yeah, maybe, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, should, we, should we still be giving it airtime? I think we've gone over it quite a lot and, you know, we, we, I think we can all agree that it's not been handled well and it's not really got the right end result either. Mm. So, yeah, it's disappointing uh, and it's probably to disgraceful people and having their dispute and it's been aired in public. Yeah, yeah. And justice, so- will, justice will prevail yeah. and, uh, yeah, karma's a So, um, yeah, I think Tyreek Hill is going to get what's given to him. I really do, but maybe not this year. I think there might be a few corners and linebackers who might want to lay a hit on him. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) In the coming season. Yeah, I mean, um, the sort of the wounds as well was uh, the Seattle defensive tackle, Jaron Reed, getting six six games suspensions as well. But yeah, total, <laughs> total, total hypocrisy there. But um, there we go. Uh, we, we'll move on. But one thing I will say, Rob, is um, I'm not going to say well done to all the people that took Hill in the fourth or fifth round, but uh, no doubt they got value there, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, it's a, you have to look at it like that. It's, it is value because he is incredibly talented and he's going to score... A lot of fantasy points. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if you wanted to take Tyreek Hill personally, I, I didn't, and you know, I've, I've been vocal about it in the past. I, I sold him in a dynasty league for very cheap because I didn't care what the outcome was. I didn't want him on my fantasy team. Um, so yeah, if if you took him and you know, I guess you give yourself a pat on the back, but. Mm. Um, that's up to you. Yeah, so usually going around the fourth or fifth rounds of, of most drafts prior to to the news, so you can see, yep. probably see him now probably in the middle middle of the start of the second round, if not the first. But we move on. Taylor Luan may be suspended for four games after taking a banned substance. Uh, Lee said he released a video uh, breaking down a little bit. I haven't seen it myself yet, but uh, he's still waiting a B sample, so who knows. Um, but uh, anyone ever waited for a B sample on anything at all, ever? Can't say I've ever been an athletic to be drug tested. The only sample I've had is at the uh, like chocolate bits and stuff that they give away at the supermarkets, you know. Very good, very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we shall wait and see on that. Obviously, not good news there for Marcus Mariota, uh, Derek Henry, and all the rest. Uh, one of the highest paid uh, offensive linemen in the league. Uh, moving on, Adrian Peterson um, is obviously embroiled in a kind of a. He's, he's been pen, not penalised. He's been brought brought up about his uh, five point two million unpaid debt. Um, so, kind of the question I want to put to you boys is: What's the most expensive purchase you've ever ever regretted? Mine's a mine's a gym membership because I've got two and I don't go to either of them. <laughs> Why do you need two? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one's 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 got a jacuzzi. 
Oh, I mean, you should use that. Definitely. Well, yeah, no, but I, I was there. In, so I got a Bannatines one and I've got a, an Exercise for Less one. So I was at Bannatines last year and then I let the contract expire and I joined Exercise, exercise for Less, but they're crap. So I've gone back to Bannatines whilst my Exercise for Less one um, is, is still going. So yeah, <laughs> and I've not gone to either. <laughs> I've not gone to either. So there we go. So you're getting, I thought you're getting pumped up for the season. Oh, well, yeah. Well, the kind of. Jacuzzi's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, look, Rob, what's, what's the most expensive purchase you've regretted? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier, and without sounding too much of a you know, sort of big head, I don't really, I don't really make bad purchases. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is really big headed, and I sound like a right idiot. Anyway, um, no, the, the probably the worst one is my laptop, which I'm actually on right this second. Mm. It's a great laptop, but I was kind of tricked into buying it on a kind of a higher purchase deal right. um, with with Curry's, and it was what it, it's called Rent Smart, right? So I ended up having this laptop for four years, and I paid sixty pounds a month for it. And then at the end of the four years, I had to pay another two hundred and fifty pounds for it to be mine. Jesus, wow, so, that's a lot. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you know, now it is mine. I paid it off, and it is one hundred percent mine. It's a great laptop, although it is kind of getting a bit old now. Yeah, now you can um, sell it for a hundred quid. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I, I did. That is the the one regret that I had it was four years paying that amount of money, and then having to pay a lump sum at the end of it. That was pretty horrendous so uh so yeah that would be my worst purchase i think there you go lee can you trump those um i was thinking about this because you, you sort of said this earlier melvin gordon's jersey <laughs> well I, I, do you know what when he engagement first, ring it doesn't count when he first got <laughs> drafted i was actually going to buy one i never actually did it All right. and obviously people have been stumped because obviously he's changed his number now when it might not even matter but um, I, I was thinking about this earlier and you know what i don't even think that i've paid a lot of money for anything no, kidding. I haven't. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the, we don't do it now because you, you know you get when you get our age, Lee, <laughs> you, you buy things that you need, not what you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I buy I buy nappies now. I mean, I didn't even buy my car for a lot of money, so that just tells you like I'm just a bit like stingy. I'm like what well, I like my defense to be like stingy. Right. Maybe we were just boring. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe, Maybe we're in a hole. Maybe we need to kind of live a little. Maybe we need to like book an all expenses paid trip to the middle of Thailand for four weeks or something. I don't know. Are we boring? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess one thing, two things that just popped into the head. One thing, all expenses paid trip to Vegas next spring for the NFL draft, perhaps. Um, and second of all, maybe the thing that I've spent my money on that I wish I didn't is when I used to work in London, I used to pay for my annual train ticket. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Thousands of pounds one. each yeah. year. So maybe that, that's that a just popped into my head. But yeah, that's a good one. I mean, yeah. All right, there we go. Anyone anyone out there got any interest in uh, th- expensive things they've regretted buying, let us know, full 10 yards. Uh, even we retweet some of those. Uh, training camps all over for the NFL are starting, starting to get some info uh, who's, hold, who's hold, holding out and who's not. Uh, Melvin Gordon obviously tops that list. Uh, mm-hmm. Others include uh, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, Jets, um, Quinn and Williams as well, which is still quite surprising. The, the amount of um, rookie first-round guys that have not st- still not signed their, their contracts but, but befuddles me, but there we go. Uh, yes. what, quite a lot this year isn't yeah it, yeah so. I don't know if it just because it keeps trickling in and you know, just you know, 
Never seemed to be a problem in previous years. But uh, also Washington tackle, uh, Trent Williams also not showing up. But people that are, Dallas centre, Travis Frederick is good to go after being cleared, coming back. Uh, little pro centre coming back from an autoimmune disease last year. Key addition back there into the wall of Dallas. Others turning up, Darius Slay says he probably won't be holding out. And Cleveland's Duke Johnson uh, turned up despite still wanting a trade, despite be, uh, John Dorsey being told he is part of their plans. Any training camp news anyone wants to bestow? Uh, Julio wants a new deal, doesn't he? And he's yeah. going to turn up. Yeah, <clears throat> that's not another, just another one that I just thought you might. Yeah, but you obviously missed that one. Yeah, well, that's not a price. That's not. That's not. <clears throat> no, it's not news really. He was always he was always pretty vocal about coming back and it being fine. He'll get sorted out. I'm pretty surprised that the Ungokwe one. Like the Jaguars yeah. have not been good nah, forever, no. apart what... from one season, and then they just don't want to pay him. He's like one of the best passers in the league, and yeah. you know they need him. Did anyone, anyone see that video of Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> What a knob. What a geezer. <laughs> what a knob. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, I was a bit surprised actually Duke Johnson um, turned up, but uh, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not really part of, he's not pla- he's not part of the plans, is he? Let's well, he needs, to be, he needs to be in the shop window, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. showing yeah. off yeah. skills, I guess. Mm. What yeah. do you guys think of the Tyler Boyd contract? Do you think that kind of was... spells the end for AJ Green or? No, I think that's a really team-friendly deal. I quite like that deal. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's a bit of an insurance policy and whether they do lose Green as well so they don't lose both. I mean, yeah, I don't think yeah, yeah. that they will lose AJ Green yeah. because I just think he wants to be Bengal for life. I don't think I don't think he'll go. Uh, and then obviously they'll have both and then they'll be sort of changing the guard. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's like part of it's an insurance policy just in case, you know, a contender comes in offering silly silly round pick or something like that and he yeah. goes and then, you know, if they didn't sign Boyd then they'd lose both and yeah. he was... Yeah, perfect complimentary piece to, to AJ Green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. There's your news and notes for first down. So time for second down. Second down. Okay, so main bulk of this podcast is QB rankings. So it's NFL-based and kind of decided to, obviously you can have loads of different rankings for, you know, for NFL quarterbacks, you know, fantasy, and we look. We obviously there's there's a lot of uh, quarterbacks that would change rankings. I suppose if you did if you did fantasy, I suppose the first one that comes to mind is Lamar Jackson. Rob, you love Lamar Jackson this year, don't you? Yeah, fantasy wise, definitely, but yeah. not so much in the NFL. And I think this is where I I did struggle doing my lists here because yeah, I mean, hard, obviously, me and they kind of touch on them a couple of weeks ago, but it is difficult. Like you just said, it's there's so many different rankings you could have. Mm. Is it? For this season, or do you take last season into consideration? Is it all time? Is it in yeah. the future? Is yeah. it fantasy? So that yeah, there's a lot of different things to kind of uh, get your head around. Oh yeah, yeah. Because if it's like oh, you know, you know, you you get the common uh, best QBs of all time. Obviously Brady and Rodgers mm. and all the rest of them are always going to be one, two, three, four, and all that kind of rest of it. But it was just kind mm. of you know, kind of what they kind of what they've done last season. But what you kind of expect of them going into next season and how valuable they are to the team and uh, yeah. what, what they do for I the think- team. So. I think for me as well, like it's whatever lens you want to put it on. Yeah. You know, like for me, for me, um, I'm just looking at it like I look at draft picks and stuff like that. I'm looking at like what they can do, what they've done in the past, and their projection moving forward. Like for instance, Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. You might look at it from more of a fantasy lens because that's like sort yeah. of your back. Whereas you know, you just look at it however you want, and it, there's no right or wrong way. Really, yeah. I mean, right. it's, I mean, that's, that's why it's all about opinions and it's all about debate. And even if you were sort of put in right okay it's about fantasy you're still going to have that spin on your mind of how you actually do see it naturally yeah so 
yeah. it's yeah, it's how you want to do it, I think. Yeah, I sort of did and didn't like. Obviously, like as Tim just said, Jackson Lamar Jackson for me is, is quite mm. high in fantasy. He's a top ten for me this year in fantasy. But I've, like today, we'll find out he's a, he's a lot later than that um, mm. because, like you said, you take into consideration what they're worth the team and their, their actual quarterback skill uh, rather than just being a running back. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. throw the ball down again, you know. <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, so yeah, how do you think he'll be better than that this year? I think he'll do a lot more throwing, but that's maybe an episode, another episode in the future. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, 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 it's, I've picked out a couple of QBs that we can all talk about and and, and discuss because obviously there's a bit of discrepancy. Obviously, like you say, yeah, there, there's a couple that really stick out, and um, we haven't seen. Each, well, <laughs> we we kind of have seen each other's, but haven't. If you know what I mean, we we didn't see them before making our own. If you if you know what I mean, but uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll go from the back the back end first because that's always the best part of the horse, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, but Eli, Eli Manning, Eli Manning, thirty-two. Let's go. Yeah, Next. Eli Manning consensus. Uh, back, yeah, back end. Obviously, <laughs> Rob, you had him at thirty. You should be. Sh- that's shocking. The giant dragon. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why I got him at thirty. I think I should probably move yeah. into go, that. Go, do it. Do go and do it now. Um, yeah, common names in the bottom ten, if you like: Manning, uh, Mariota, uh, Foles. I suppose. Uh, no, Foles. Lee, you've got Foles at twenty. What are you doing? I mean, that's still not great, is it? Um, no, no, but it's not... Well, anyway. It's Super Bowl MVP, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I had... I, people won't see it, People won't know this because they haven't seen the way I've done it, but I've done mine in tiers, and I think that's quite a common way to do it. And yeah, I think yeah. My sort of, like, tier five, which is what... Uh, who was talking about? Nick Foles is, is in. Yeah. Is, like... It's kind of like people who are on the precipice of being bad, like, really bad, like... Mm. Eli Manning bad, yeah. Or they're like rookies who have had a bad seat, bad opening season, like Donald Allen and Lamar Jackson, and yeah. you know that's the kind of higgledy piggledy kind of tier that it is. Mm. So maybe you know, being at twenty, he's like the upper of that group. Right. Well, that makes him twenty, I guess. Mm. Whereas you know, the bottom of that is twenty-eight. Mm. I think for, for for me, that, like, as you just said, like I had Manning two spots higher than you, but let's. Okay, Manning, Eli Manning is not a good quarterback. I'll give you that. But <laughs> I think I, I, I took into consideration the, the bit of the past, you know, mm-hmm. that he has been a quarterback. And last season, he threw for 4,299 yards and 21 touchdowns with 11 inceptions. The yeah, statistics he, aren't he, bad for last year. It's just the fact that he looks slow. He looks like he can't pass a good ball anymore. Yeah, but anyone can pass to, anyone can dump it off to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, exactly. But that's, you know, that that's still. You know that's that's still good quarterback play from him, isn't it? <laughs> no, because no, he's not. On, a, on a statistic on a statistic like standpoint, you know, he's but, still making plays as a quarterback. Yeah, but it's, so he gets into the huddle and he listens to Pat Sherman. And Pat Sherman says, "Right, Eli, dump off to get the ball, <laughs> pass it. <laughs> little show, like little little dump off pass after one second, a one a half step drop, pass it to take on Barkley, and he'll take it. The, he'll take it to the distance." Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I had I had my thirtieth ranked quarterback, so I'm not a million miles away from your thirty second. But I mean, yeah, for me, has a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> he's better than Rosen, who did what last year? Well, exactly. Yeah, but he's got he's got you know second year improvement in front of him. Obviously, offensive line doesn't help. Kind of got you. Kind of got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take Rosen over yeah, him the, all the time. The situation was awful. Oh, yeah. Last year, and I think me and Rob touched on this like last week. And like with younger quarterbacks, obviously you've got less to fall back on for one. And then for rookie quarterbacks, you've got nothing to fall back on, so they have to like automatically rank really low for me. Yeah. Which is why I've got Kyler Murray thirty-one. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. um, yeah, I had him a bit higher. I had him at twenty three, but yeah, we all had Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, all in the in the bottom ten as well. So, um, I mean, like, Andy Dalton's not a young quarterback. Andy Dalton's a bad quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. That's the second little kind of little bang off from that. Yeah, we don't we don't need to we don't need to spend uh, more time talking about the bottom ten. Although we will do uh, shortly about Jameis Winston because one of us, me or Lee, have him in the bottom ten as well. So that's interesting. Uh, moving up, obviously mid T. Justin. Is middle T. You start seeing people like Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitch Trubisky, and Derek Carr, and all, and all the rest of those as well. So, uh, first one, let, let's start off with the, the first thing that appeared that I wanted to talk about uh, is Jameis Winston. Now, um, Lee, you you have him, you have him at twenty four. I have that's, that's disgusting. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> We're not I, I do. I have him at nineteen, and Rob, you have him at Jesus. You have him at nine. Um, I, I like your little emoji you've put next to it as well, but. Anyway, we we uh, we digress. Uh, but yeah, Jameis Winston, uh, Rob, I'll, I'll, t- I'll let you take the floor, but I will say twenty-one and thirty-three record, sixty-one point six percent completion career percentage. Um, I'm not quite sure how much of a QB whisperer Arians needs to be to to Jameis, but um, yeah, he, he needs to needs to do a lot to justify that that ranking of of uh, nine. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need to do a lot at all. I tell, you, I tell you what he needs to do. He needs to stop throwing interceptions and stop fumbling the ball. If he does that, then he's a top 10 quarterback, full stop. And I think Bruce Arians will kick that out of him. I really do. I think he'll kick him on to the next stage. We saw it last year. The statistics don't lie for the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were, if to combine, they were the quarterback two last year, over 5,000 yards. The, the pass catches are there for Winston the ability is there for Winston. He's still young. He's, he's still got his whole career ahead of him. The, yeah, I get it. Like He's made so many mistakes over the last few years. You know, uh, pulling it up now, uh, 14 interceptions last year, uh, 18 interceptions in 2016, uh, fumbles galore. I get it. You know, he's made a lot of mistakes. But the talent is there. Bruce Arians is now that he's going to be the best coach that he's ever had. And I think he takes it up to the next level. Jameis Princeton for me, I love the talent. I think he's so, so talented. I think it just needs to be unlocked because I think Bruce Arians holds the key. Yeah. Do you know what? You, do you know what that sounded like when you were describing Jameis Winston? There is like a person that keeps going out with the wrong people, uh, and, has, <laughs> and, and, and has and has the wrong has the wrong friends, and now like some new friends have come along, and then like she started going out with a different type of person. Yeah, well, Boy. he's found his match. He's been on Tinder, you see. <laughs> well, he's yeah. found Arians. That's what you'll be doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't say this to me. Like at the end of the day, right? It's so it's this season to make or break. It is. I I agree with you. I do agree with you to a certain extent, but I think it's it's make and make, and it's brilliant. I really do. Top ten, Jameis Winston, locked and loaded. I'm not. I'm not taking any arguments on it. Just to just to give you people listeners an idea out there, we'll post these up as well. But um, Rob's put Jameis in front of Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger. So make of make make what you will of that. We'll move a bit, bit further up the list uh, consensus-wise. Matthew Stafford is the next one that I kind of want to talk about. Lee, you've got him a bit higher than the rest of us. Uh, Lee, you, you've got him at 12. I've got him at 17. Rob, you've got him at 18. Um, it's, a, it's a funny one. Um, is What's his face? Uh, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. He's, you know, he's, he's on a team that's now run to a, a more run-focused game. Spent most of the last season with a bad back. Um, obviously, the good news is he won't have to come back and do too much anyway. He's just going to hand the ball off to Kieran Johnson, to be quite honest anyway. But, uh, you know, former first overall pick, 2009, zero playoff wins through 10 seasons. Um, you know, poor, poor 
2018 worst passing yard totals for a full season for, you know um through the least amount of touchdowns since 2012 Lee, uh, Lee what, what do you like about what why did you put him at, at 12 I mean, I think last year is more of a blip rather than the actual, like, what he's going to be. I mean, I know he's like up there in age now. He's got, you know, going into his age 31 season. I don't think he's fallen off a cliff. I think it was just a bad season in Detroit. Obviously, he's getting used to, you know, not being as focal, as much of a focal point as the offense, as you just said. I mean, it's going to be like carry on Johnson's offense going forward. But he just has to cut down the interceptions and the mistakes. Um you know, he's shown it in the past. He's had, he's got a 5,000-yard season under his belt, albeit quite a long time ago. But since then, you know, unlike James Winston, he's thrown for well over 4,000 yards for, you know, the, the lion's share of his career. Well, hey, lion's share, love it. <laughs> that was actually unintentional. I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, he's... Hey, hey, Lee, 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 Take carry it. on. Take it. Yeah. Well, hey. Um, you know, his completion percentage is always up there in like the high 60s. I think he's got the talent. He's always had the talent. Um, he's proved it over a long career. He's just never had the team around him. So, you know, I think he started to put the shot on his back for quite a long time, him and Megatron when he was there. You know, and now he's got baby Megatron. So I think, you know, if... Yeah, I think, like I said, when we were doing our podcast about what we were doing when I was talking about Detroit, I can't remember when it was. You know, I think they're going to be better than people expect. I think Matt Stafford's going to make a bit of a comeback from uh, last year. I think it was the power rankings, was it? Yeah, I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it might have been. Um, I think it was a list of question of some description, but I can't remember. Don't forget that Stafford had broken back last year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there, there are lots of factors, and that's why I've, I've probably got him. Yeah. He's, he's, mid, he's, he's not the same as he was uh, years and years ago where he was throwing for no. a lot of yards. And, you know, there's a, lot of th- there's a lot of contributing factors, like you say, the back and the trade of Golden Tate doesn't help and the, the transition to more of a running team. Um, you know, he has got in the locker, but it's just I don't think he's going to be asked to really do that anymore. And, um, yeah. But I, I, I've got I'm the lowest on Stafford at 18. But as a little disclaimer, because I'm allowed disclaimers, <laughs> Uh, you did mention that the people I've got after Jameis Winston is is Wentz, Rivers, Brady, Newton, Roethlisberger, Prescott, Trubisky, Cousins, Stafford. Uh, from ten through to eighteen, those I could change any one of them no, around. Yeah. They're so tight, yeah. so tight. I could I could literally one day, you know, in, in a training camp, if one of these guys throws and looks absolutely awesome, he'll go ahead of those guys. You know what I mean? There's such a tight group that is to, to call. And I think it does show because we've all got the same names pretty much in that in that group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, yeah, I think that second tier is yeah. pretty pretty set. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, I think Stafford's a probably a good barometer, isn't he, of, of whether or not a, a QB is better than average or not. He's probably the good line. Is he like line. is he like the above average to the below average Andy Dalton? Yeah, because <laughs> Andy Dalton's like the barometer of like bad. It's like if you're better than Andy Dalton, then you're all right. If you're worse, then you're bad. Yeah. If is if is it if you're better than Matt Stafford, then you're quite good. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on a little bit further up. So going from around 16 to 10, we have people like, uh, say, Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, uh, all in the vicinity there. But the uh, next one I want to bring up is uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Rob, you've got him at 12. I've got him at 7. Lee, you've got him at 4. So a bit of uh, dis- uh, disparity there between the rankings. And uh, Brady's going to be a one that is, is quite polarising, depending on your criteria for how you've mm. ranked them, I suppose. And Lee, exactly. obviously you've, you've gone for, yeah. you know, obviously a bit of history and what he does for the team. And that's probably why... Uh, I've got him at seven as well. Rob, I, I suppose you've gone for 
him at 12 similar to similar comments as to why you know Matthew Stafford and all the rest of you know he doesn't need to throw yeah. for 5,000 yards anymore like he's done pre- you know, previous seasons not 5,000 but you know what I mean um, but he just needs to kind of be no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the words but a bit, a bit more of a game manager yeah exactly and I think Sony Michelle makes a big difference because uh, he's a very good runner with the ball um, and I think a lot's going to go through him uh, let, let, let's call a spade a spade Brady's old you know that is. <laughs> I know he's superhuman I know he's been incredible last year I know you know he, he has all this stuff that he eats and drinks and whatever makes him <laughs> but the fact of the matter is he is old and he has got to start falling off a cliff soon I think with with Sony Michelle like I said in, in place uh, I think that starts happening and I just you know his QB 12 is still a starting QB in fantasy for me 12 you know 12 is not horrendously low uh, but I just don't think he's a top 10 guy this year not not for me I mean, talking of falling off cliffs, he fell off that rock into that pool, didn't he? Dragging his, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> dragging his daughter yeah, into the pool, but uh, yeah, uh, maybe he had maybe fun with his daughter, would you believe? Yeah, maybe he has fallen off the cliff. Maybe that was the start. Maybe that's him saying that he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously we, we've had a recent article, Lee, of, of um, you know of of um, Tom Brady falling off the cliff and Max Kellen yeah. and all the rest of it, and I, I suppose yeah. he's. He's the guy most wanting that that cliff to come for Brady. But uh, yeah, tell, tell us why you've got him at, at three. Because I mean, he, there's no evidence to say that he, you know, is declining. Really, is there? You know, he's still throwing for four, four and a half thousand yards every season. He's still not really making any mistakes. The Patriots ticking over. The Patriots are you know going really far, winning the Super Bowl every year. He's not taking a battering because his offensive line is the best coached in the whole league. His completion percentage is still right up there. He's not declining at all. Mm. Only thing he's getting more is his age, yeah. you know. And I just don't see it. I mean, I'll, I'll only see it when I see it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, his touchdown stuff. Like his touchdown stats might go down because, and his yardage stats might go down because, like Rob said, rightly, you know, they might make it a bit more run centric because Sonny Michelle's there. Tom Brady is getting a bit old, you know. But he's still the ultimate game manager. He's still the ultimate player in that system. And yeah. Belichick is, you know, he's right. He's the right arm of Belichick yeah. and. Like I say, I won't believe that Tom Brady is going to decline until he does it. I don't see it happening yet. No. No, because he was still, you know, he's still throwing the ball at six to one miles an hour as he was boasting to Kellum yeah. and, you know, on Instagram the other week. So I just don't see it happening. Uh, I think you, you've, got a, you've got a good point. And if, if we were ranking his quarterbacks in sort of game manager kind of style, he'd be number one for sure. Mm. Uh, but for me, the these rankings, the quarterback rankings is about yardage, it's about touchdowns. And I just think that it will slow down for Brady this year quite considerably. That's that's, that's why. making a bad like, quarterback though. No, if, that, if he's not being asked to throw, then it's not doesn't make no. And and I can see why you've got a number four because he he is the goat. You know, he, he is the best ever quarterback to have played this sport. But yeah. I think these quarterback rankings are for the year ahead, and for me, it's it, I'm predicting a bit of a downturn. That's all. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can't obviously enter in his twentieth season. Um, I, th- I think the one thing, the, the attributes of Tom Brady, of, is you know, of course, the drive, the focus, and the execution is is mm. is you know what sets him above uh, from most guys in the NFL. You know, performance under pressure. I mean, the guy that like, six six Super Bowl rings pretty much says it all. Um, yeah, like his career record: two hundred and seven wins, sixty losses. Um, his contract is fourteen million, so it just shows you that's, that's mental as well. By the way, just shows you kind of it's not it's not about him; it's about the team and wanting mm-hmm. to win. And what you know, what it just shows you what drives him as a player uh, and why yeah. he's so successful. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, forty million—that's nearly half of what Derek Carr gets. Um, 
So yeah, <laughs> pretty much just says it all. But yeah, he's a perennial 4,000 uh, 4, yard passer, um, just 171 interceptions in 6,000 completions, um, which is pretty decent going. Pretty decent going. Just shows you what a class act he is. Okay, a couple more left that I want to get through. Uh, so let's go with uh, who should we go with? Uh, let's go. With, let's go with Deshaun Watson because I want the, to save uh, Matt Ryan till last. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I've got him at eleven. Rob, you've got him at four, uh, and Lee, you've got him at eight. So again, similar uh, kind of uh, spread with with Brady, but just in different positions. But um, Rob, do you, want, do you want to tell us all about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, yeah, I really like Deshaun Watson uh, this year, and I think people people forget that he was a really, really good quarterback in college. I mean, the best quarterback to come through college in a long, long time, and I think that's going to start to. I mean, it's already started to come into the NFL, but this year he's he's got a healthy core core of receivers. Uh, Will Fuller's back, Kiki Kuti kind of broke out last year. It looks really good. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, okay, there's no tight end option, but Lamar Miller is a, a pass catching running back, or it can be a pass catching running back. I, I really like Deshaun Watson's um, position in that team with all the weapons that he's got. Now, yes, I understand the first thing that's going to come back at me is the O line is woeful. Um, I like the way he moves, though. I like his feet work. I like, I like I, everything about Deshaun Watson ticks a lot of boxes for me. And yeah, seeing what he did at college uh, for for Clemson a few years ago was just incredible, and I think that's going to start translating uh, into the NFL real soon. And I think it's going to come this year. I think they're going to have a big se- big season. I think it's going to be an interesting battle to watch Houston versus Indianapolis in the AFC South. Mm. Uh, and I think them, um, yeah, Luck and uh, Watson will be two of the best quarterbacks to watch this year. I like the way you move. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson, obviously, yeah, he as a potential MVP candidate uh, last week on the betting pod with uh, with Adam and obviously Lee. Um, yeah, he does does run around his life, but run around for his life with the uh, the cheese grater of an offensive line. Uh, did have a decent last se- uh, de- decent season last year. Um, let's not forget he was coming back from an ACL uh, injury as well. Um, for me, for me, I I've just rated him a bit lower just because. Uh, I, I think I know it's there. I'm just going to wait for him to to kind of fully um, announce himself, if if you if you like. Um, you know, dual dual threat QBs as well tend to be a, a bit more appealing to the taste buds of of the general public. Uh, but yeah, Deshaun Watson is up there with the best of them. He actually did quite a lot of uh, globe trotting of in in the off seasons. Travelled to uh, England, Austria, Italy. Uh, Egypt, China. Luckily, he didn't need to take the uh, the bus that he did to Jacksonville uh, for, <laughs> for that. But yeah, so, so, he, he, he might need that again this year. Though. Yeah, he might do. Yeah, um, but yeah, certainly certainly presents himself as a guy that wants to be the best and strives and does everything he need yeah, to put in place for him to to succeed. So um, I, th- I think the the writing is on the wall for Deshaun Watson to be uh, for to be a decent QB. Um, in in the in the long future, and let's say last season, obviously going into the season of uh, the ACL tear, everyone was a bit worried about you know can he still do it, and because uh, the times were there from from the first season uh, when when he when he took over. But yeah, I think this season could be the one where you know because Deshaun Watson was a funny was a was a polarizing one in fantasy, wasn't he last season as well? So got a lot of yeah. people like jumping on the train. Some people like you know could get him in the later rounds if you like. But yeah, this season I, th- I think um, pe- most most of the people and most of the tickets have been bought for that train, Lee. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I'm quite happy uh, Deshaun Watson fantasy sorry dynasty owner uh, in our league. So yeah, quite happy with that. I think he's going to have a good season. I, you know, I, like I said, he, he might need that bus because I'm not sure that those tackles are going to hold up 
mm-hmm. uh, that Houston brought in in the draft. But, yeah. you know, as we've seen, it, you know, it didn't, didn't hold up last year either. And he still had a relatively good season. And, you know, he's got the best wide receiver in the NFL. So you, you uh, at least have options to throw to. And, like, you know, his secondary and third surgery options are still good as well. So, yeah, no, I think he'll still have a good season. I just hope he doesn't get beat up too much. No, that would certainly be the key to him having a good season. Um, but yeah, talking of quarterbacks that run around for their life, Matt Ryan was doing that, that last season, but still um, still managed to get the job done. I have him as my QB2. That's uh, probably pro- that's pretty spicy. That's pretty spicy. Lee, you've, nice. got, <laughs> you've got him at 11, Lee. Um, so, yeah, obviously that's going to bring him down yeah. a little bit. Rob, you've got him at 7. But yeah, for, for me, Matt Ryan... He's just a guy that's performed at an elite level for the last few years, in my opinion, prime of his career. Uh, if, it, I don't, if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes last season, we'd be talking up Matt Ryan uh, a hell of a lot, and he'd be getting a lot of plaudits. Um, you know, performed to, to similar levels of his MVP season last year. Um, there's no reasons really why he can't repeat. They beefed up the O line, which will help. Um, I, I just think with Ryan as well, what helps is he'll constantly have a chip on his shoulder until they get back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, like I say, 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year, just shy, 80 yards shy of 5,000 yards, 70 percent completion percentage. Um, you know, they, let's not forget as well, they had six different players playing at guard last season, and they had five different combinations uh, starting on the offensive line. I mean, that's that's some hot shit right there. Um, <laughs> um, rewriting pretty much all the all the Atlanta uh, you know history books. I just think he's a quality quality quarterback. Yeah, he's so close to getting 5,000 yards. Uh, I mean, in, in two of the last three seasons, he's got 4,944, uh, 4,924 as well. How close can you get to getting 5,000 yards? He must be itching for it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past him to get it this year as well because, you know, we've seen Calvin Ridley come through. Obviously, Julio Jones is a monster. Uh, De- uh, Devonta Freeman's back, in, you know, and we all know I love him this year. So I wouldn't be surprised to see to see Matt Ryan get that five thousand yards finally this year. Mm. And uh, yeah, you might be onto something, Tim, having mm. him that high. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the conditions are all there for him, in, in my, my in my opinion, uh, favourable conditions all year. I mean, they don't they play in domes until mid November, and even all their away games. I think we mentioned it in previous pods. Even their away games are in, you know, they're not in cold weather. They're in heat and all the rest of it. So certainly, a uh, good regular season, maybe. Uh, in the postseason, when they have to travel to somewhere like maybe Chicago or something like that, may may come a cropper. But you know, Dirk Cutter, he's been the previous OC for for Matt Ryan as well, so he's not going to be learning a new playbook. Obviously, Matt Ryan's had previous struggles with new offensive coordinators, like Kyle Shanahan and all the rest of them as well. So haven't got that to deal with as well. And I just think this is a high-powered offense. You said he's got all the tools available to him. Calvin Ridley uh, helped open up Julio Jones a little bit, and Julio Jones just does what he does. Austin Hooper as well, under the radar yep, type type definitely. of guy. I just think there's a lot of yardage here, and I say he's, he's He's got the brain as well. You know, he's he's not stupid with the ball. Seven interceptions last season is 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 you know fairly very very decent indeed. And he's only in every penny of that contract. Lee. Yeah, no, he's good. Um, I, I'm not. You know, it's a bit like earlier when we were talking about discrepancies. It's not that I'm saying he's a bad quarterback. It's just that I wouldn't have him that high. I must say that it's probably the quietest four thousand nine hundred yard season that we've ever had because yeah. I don't think he got a lot of love for doing that. No. And yeah, like you say, he is he is earning every penny because he's. You know, piloting a really, really good team, a team that I'm really high on this season. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, well, obviously we all had consensus, uh, Rogers at number one. Any, any? Obviously, we've not now seen everyone's rankings. Anyone uh, want to say anything else about any, anyone else? It's probably worth mentioning that all three of us have got Rogers number one. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I, d- I did just I did just say that. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We've had this discussion already. My laptop is on the blink. You cut in and out, so I don't hear everything that you say. So I apologise. One, one, one thing. One thing I will say. Obviously, we started off the conversation of, of this segment about saying how different it would be for fantasy. Where, where obviously Russell Wilson. I've got him at three. Lee, you've got him at three. Uh, Rob, you've got him at six. Um, you know, bit of, a, bit of a prelude to our, pod, our hot takes pod that's coming up very shortly indeed. Um, I don't see Russell Wilson as a top fifteen quarterback this year, so that he's obviously one that would change quite a lot for me uh, in real life. Obviously, I've got him at number three because I think he's just a, he's a class act as well, and what he brings and what he does for that team. Uh, but fantasy wise, obviously, he's uh, not going to be there for me. Well, even though not even with his leg work, I don't think he will have much leg work. Okay, I think he'll be good. I think it'll be fine. I think mm. Metcalf, obviously, I'm a bit biased on big Metcalf fan. I think he'll have a, you know, I think he'll have an impact. Yeah. I think uh, uh, you know, having him and Tyler Lockett, I think yeah, it'd be good. He, he's currently my wide wide receiver. He's currently <laughs> my uh, quarterback ten in fantasy. Mm. Yeah, I just can just see. I don't. I don't. I don't see a lot. Um, yeah, he's always been he's been dinged up for most seasons, and I just don't think they'll run him as much. Obviously, they've just got the two two guys in Chris Carson and Sharpenny. I just think they'll just run them out, run through the ground. I don't think he'll have to scramble as much uh, as he as he normally does. I know he he's he's a good runner, but I just don't think Pete Carroll will. I, th- I think he will try and preserve him a little bit and not beat him up too much. So I just I just, just see Wilson being on the waiver wires in in fantasy football. Wow, yeah, um, I'd definitely pick him up in, on waivers if he went undrafted or. You know, if I had like an early season injury or something like that. Same as Brady as well for me, really. I think Brady would be on waiver wise. I think he was on some waiver wise towards in in some of my leagues towards in last season. But uh, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, obviously some some common names in the top ten: Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, uh, Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, obviously Aaron Rodgers, uh, Philip Rivers in for for one of us. That was me at number nine. Uh, and me seven as well. Oh, you had seven, yeah. And uh, Rob had yeah. him. Rob Rob ruined the pie at eleven. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. There's uh, there. There is our rank, our quarterback rankings. We say we'll post those how, up. How high do you have Dak? How high? Oh, that's a good. Yeah. How, how Tell do we, the people. How, how do we not get Dak Prescott? Uh, we were, we were <laughs> actually pretty. Yeah, we've all got him. I've got him at fourteen. Obviously, uh, you, ah. you've got him at fifteen. Uh, both of you got him at fifteen. So I think that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. He's, he's just a winner. Just an absolute winner. Just <laughs> above average. Yeah. Slightly better than sort of Goff Car, but nowhere near as good as Jameis. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we'll post those rankings up. So the QB rankings, and we'll probably do some something similar for some other positions later on in the off season. But talking of rankings, it is now time to see where Neil Elliott ranks in the full ten questions. Okay, yes, full 10 question times here on third down. And you could say this one's a bit of a grudge match here, a bit of a head-to-head. Uh, our guest today looking to better Freddie Harper-Davis from last week. And that contestant is Neil Elliott. Neil, welcome you in. No, thanks very much, Tim. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, very well. Um, he's looking forward to seeing uh, the back and forth between you and Freddie once this uh, this quiz has been completed. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got it's the Seahawks-Steelers in week five or six as well. So we've got that game coming up as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing worse than a bit of back and forth back on the uh, NFL yep. UK fans group. But um, yeah, to beat to beat Freddie, obviously you need to beat six in three minutes too. I know you went back and listened to uh, his questions last week. How how would you have fared? Uh, I'd probably have got about five, I think. Oh, so close, close one. Any any particular area you're not not too confident in? 
No, I'm not too confident in that player number one because right, that's okay. just. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see who you get. Um, okay, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll see how you go. So to, to, lead, to top the leaderboard, you need to be 8 out of 10 in 2 minutes, uh, 3 seconds. What's your confidence levels for that? I'll be happy beating 6 in 3 minutes. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, we'll, we shall see how you go. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, fire away. Anyone out there obviously knows you know the drill by now. 10 questions covering all different facets of American football. Uh, against the clock, and say the target to beat is 8 out of 10 in 2 minutes 3. But uh, Neil, I'll start the clock once the first question is being asked. So in 3, 2, and 1. Question 1. What number does tight end Cincinnati Bengals tight end Tyler Eifert wear when he's on the field? Uh, 15. Uh, question two, name any pass catcher drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in the recent draft. In the recent draft yeah. was, oh my God, I've just picked him in a bloody fantasy league. Uh, oh my God, what was his name? Uh, Debo Samuel. Okay, question three, name any team that the Denver Broncos have defeated in a Super Bowl. The Broncos defeated the Panthers. Okay, question four. Name any head coach of the Seattle Seahawks apart from their current one, uh, Pete Carroll. Uh, Chuck Knox. Okay, question five. In standard quarterback scoring, so four point for QB uh, passing touchdowns, did Andrew Luck finish as the QB three or the QB five last season? Um, Holmes would have been QB one. I think Luck would have been QB five. I think Ryan was two. Okay. Question six, easy one for you. Name any team that Marshawn Lynch has played for. Uh, Seahawks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question seven. In Britball, name any team in the SFC 1 Central Division for the 2019 season. SFC 1 Central. Just going through what Hail Mary hits, I reckon I'll go Portsmouth. Are they the Dreadnoughts? Okay. Question eight. Complete the name of this college team. They're Oregon... The Oregon God uh, Ducks. Okay, question nine. Drafted by the Detroit Lions in 2010, he was traded to Miami in 2015, uh, appeared in the Super Bowl last year, but is now currently with Tampa Bay. Oh, bloody hell. Trust to when I took the Dolphins, played in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, sir, okay. the Okay, question 10. Within 5,000, what is the capacity of Tampa Bay's Raymond James Stadium? Raymond James Stadium. I know that because I've been there and it's round about 65. Okay, we'll stop, the, yeah, we'll stop, the, we'll stop the clock there. How do you think you did? I don't know. As long as like seven would be good. <laughs> Okay, well, but I don't think I got seven. Well, I'll tell you what, I didn't do too bad at all. Question one, though. T uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Eifert, Cincinnati Bengals tight end, uh, is number 80 85. So, um, I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's fine. So that's uh, no, 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 no dice on that one. Uh, any pass catcher for the San Francisco 49ers in the 2019 draft? Yeah, Debo Samuel, of course, was the uh, the first one they selected. They also selected Jalen Hurd uh, or Caden Smith, obviously, he's tight end as well. So he's uh, technically yeah. a pass catcher. So you can have those, but you've got Debo Samuel. So that is fine. Denver Broncos have defeated the Carolina Panthers, of course, in Super Bowl 50. Uh, could have also had Green Bay and Atlanta. 
Uh, question four, namely any Seattle Seahawks uh, head coach, uh, sorry, apart from uh, Pete Carroll, uh, two Seattle Seahawks questions here, this one. So it kind of fell right for you, didn't it, being a Seattle yeah, Seahawks Yeah, it did, actually. <laughs> um, Chuck Knox, obviously correct. So you could have had Jim Mora, Mike Holmgren, Dennis Erickson, Tom Flores, Mike McCormack, and uh, Jack Patera. So, yeah, good Chuck Knox, good one there. So that's an American name if I've ever heard one. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> um, in fantasy football, standard QB scoring. Andrew Luck was the QB five, so well done on that one. Marshall Lynch, of course, Seattle Seahawks. We all know that. Uh, do you want to have a guess at the team he was drafted by? The Buffalo Bills. Correct, indeed. And obviously, uh, ended his, his his career in Oakland. Uh, yeah. Britball question question seven. SFC one Central. Portsmouth Dreadnoughts are in there, so well done on that one. Oh. You could have also had. Uh, Silent Thrashers, Hertfordshire Cheaters, Sussex Thunder, uh, Berkshire Renegades, and the Oxford Saints. So, yeah, well done on that one. Uh, Question eight, complete the name of this college team. The Oregon Ducks are, of course, uh, the the Ducks. Nice uh, uniforms they have as well. Um, Question nine, uh, drafted by the Detroit Lions, traded to Miami, uh, obviously in the Super Bowl last year for the Rams, and, of course, Tampa Bay. And Dominican Sioux uh, was correct as well. So we're in, we're on, we could be on for a, for a full, not nearly a full house here, but uh, question 10, Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium. You say you visited, so that helped you as well. They, uh, felt, the questions fell kind, kindly to you today. They did, yeah. They did. Uh, 65,000 was your guess, and yep, you were only 890 out. So um, pleased to say, 9 out of 10, new leader uh, of the, oh, the full 10 questions. So hey, there you go. How'd you feel? Good stuff, thanks, Tim. Two, two minutes nineteen as well, not to be not to be sniffed at. Nine out of ten, very very good effort. Well, that's great, Tim. Thanks yeah. very much. That's great. I say if you're if you're the leader at the end of the end of the season as well, we'll uh, we'll obviously send you a, a prize out as well. So yeah, fingers crossed for you on that one. But uh, yeah, if, they, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, maybe con- con- congratulate you on Twitter at New Elliot on uh, on Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and I'll just go and message Freddie just now and tell him. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet he'll, uh, he'll be delighted. But uh, yeah, no, Neil, thank, no, thanks for so much for coming on and, and joining us. How, how do you think the uh, Seattle Seahawks are going to get on this season? Uh, I think we'll have a similar season to last season. I didn't expect much last season, and we really overachieved. Mm. Uh, this season, um, I think that all the divisions are really tough this year, and I think anybody that gets out their division has got a chance of winning the Super Bowl, really. Mm. Yeah, so you'd say it was a bit of a surprise last season, obviously, but do, do you think um, they'll be able to handle the, the loss of Doug Baldwin? Obviously, a veteran presence there in the locker room. Yeah, I, I hope Tyler Lockett is... I think he's a fantastic young receiver, and I think if we take him off special teams and just keep him in the receiving role, and then a big thing depends on how DK Metcalf steps up, hmm. and then we've always got the run game to fall back on, and if Will Disley comes back at tight end, he was balling last year when he got injured... And if he can come back, then I think things are all positive. And especially as, as we lost Earl Thomas mid-season and then we've lost Frank Clark, obviously, in the preseason this year. The defence is really the big thing that's going to have to step up, I think, this year. Mm. Yeah, so obviously Seattle Seahawks are synonymous with uh, with, with, with defence. So it'd be interesting to see how, yeah. they, how they cope next season. Yeah, but thanks for coming on, Neil. Uh, and all Please. the best. No problem, Tim. Take care. Great effort there from Neil. New leaderboard. Best ever score on the full 10 questions. Nine out of 10 in just over two minutes. Cracking effort. That's uh, that's going to be very, very hard to beat. Shame he got the first question wrong because he got the rest of the nine right. But uh, the Bengals, Bengals come in a cropper there for Neil. Be a fantastic effort. If you want to get involved with that, don't forget to get in touch with us and we'll, we'll get you on. Um, with that being said, it's, let's, uh, let's bring this horsey back into the stables. It's time for fourth down. Fourth down. 
yeah, fourth down, bit of uh, bit of an update, bit of full ten full ten yards update for you. But August is just around the corner, which of course means draft season. Sign me up for that. Good times are coming. Talking of uh, talking of sign me up. Did any of you guys watch uh, Killing Eve? No, no, no. It's a very good show. <laughs> very good Thanks. show. Um, what? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, very good. Really good program. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, he's really, he's really good. We, we binged it over the weekend. Literally done two seasons, two seasons BBC. in like four days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Like, wow, that's good effort. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I was binging. I was binging all or nothing on the weekend. All, uh, I need to, yeah, I still need to get. I, need to, I, still, I still need to watch that. I've seen that. When yeah, this, I didn't mention this... it because I didn't want to give blindly spoilers for anyone. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, for 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 all or nothing. I, well, I didn't. I do know what happened to the Carolina Panthers last season. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, Jodie Comer. What, a, what an actress she is. She's got some uh, she's good old accents in her, in her locker. Anyone? Anyone of you two got a good get any good accents? Um, can kind of kind of do a Scottish accent. Oh, that's not bad. What do you reckon? That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's I, pretty good. I thought so. <laughs> I, I I like I like an accent. Give me an accent. I'll do it. Uh, do uh, Russian. Uh, uh, Russian, thanks. Sounds like good. I like my vodka. Yes, yes, sir, I like my vodka. No. Jodie Comer's uh, Russian accent is pretty good. Her English accent, yes. her, her posh English accent. Oh my god, sign me up. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh, I'm, we'll be YouTubing that later. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, Russian, Russian uh, one's pretty good as well. Anyway, anyway. Talking of signing me up, uh, Rob, uh, we were obviously signed up to the Scott Fish Bowl. My shirt came last week actually as well, which is quite exciting. Um, our draft's finished. Yeah, happy with our happy with our teams. Obviously, we had quite a lot of similar players, didn't we? Um, Mike Evans, Kenny Golladay, Chris Carson. Yeah, we did have some um, some similar players. I really like mine. I'm guessing you did too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I drafted from the one I won spot and obviously took uh, Zeke first. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was more than happy with, with my team. I am just putting it up now. I ended up with, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. It's a super flex league, which is interesting. It's the first one I've ever done. Oh, really? uh, so basically a two quarterback league. As a fantasy person, uh, I'm surprised that's your first super flex league. Yeah, it is. I think super flex for me, I've sort of stayed away from it because I've always had the kind of thought that why bother having a super flex league? Just have a two quarterback league. And I've <laughs> been in... I've been in two quarterback leagues and they're, they're all right, but they're not my favourite. Um, however, this one, yeah, super flex. So I've got Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott, which I'm more than happy with, uh, of course. And then, uh, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, Devonta Freeman are my starting running backs with Chris Carson, Matt Breda, uh, Ronald Jones, and my dart throw at the end, which is my in my deep, deep, deep sleepers part to nice. go read it. It's on the website. Uh, Alex Barnes from Tennessee. Nice, like uh, Wide receivers, uh, I'm very happy with wide receivers. Uh, as you mentioned, Kenny Golladay and Mike Evans. Uh, also got um, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis, Marquez, Vanquez, Scout, blah, blah, blah. Marquez <laughs> Valdez, Scantlin. We'll start that one again. JJ, I say the white side. Uh, and I did pick up Mikhail Hardman. This was before the um, Tyreek Hill news. So obviously, he'll probably be a drop candidate for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight end, uh, Trey Burton. Cameron Brait, Noah Fant, who I really like this year, uh, and Irv Smith. So, yeah, I was very, very happy with my team. Yeah, not too bad at all. I haven't got my team in front of me, so I can't relay mine. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I thought it was going to go backwards and forwards. No, we there. can do. I, I can quickly get out. So I, I obviously picked from the 103. Is that what your missus says as well? 
Yeah, so I got. I I was actually quite happy to get take on Barkley at one hundred three. I'm surprised he got there actually, but uh, there you go. Those mm. them, them's the breaks. Mike Evans, Damian Williams, Baker Mayfield, Kenny Galladay, Chris Carson, my first six picks. So quarterbacks: Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, and took a little punt on Dwayne Haskins for later on in the season. Uh, running back: Saquon Barkley, Damian Williams, Chris Carson. Not a bad three, and then I uh, backed them up with Naheem Hines and Peyton Barber, who could get quite a lot of um, a lot of receptions uh, as well. Wide receivers, Mike Evans, Kenny Golladay, Robbie Anderson, Dirty Westbrook, Deshaun Jackson, Albert Wilson, Mohamed Sanu. I mean, oh, that is sex on a plate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then tight ends, Austin Hooper in the ninth round, I thought was really good. Um, especially because it's a tight end premium league. Uh, Tyler Eifert, who knows, Will Disley, uh, as the fantasy footballers call him, Big Montana. Love that. I love that little drop they do. Um, and then for when, no doubt, when Tyler Eifert goes down, uh, CJ Uzoma in the very last round. So, yeah, that's my, yeah. Love love the teams there. Yeah. Always helps Sorry. when you've got a uh, when you got a stud running back in the first couple of picks. But there we go. Um, okay, exactly. moving on. Obviously, the uh, a shout out to to Josh uh, Hornsby actually as well at Josh underscore ADHD who made a decent uh, app on the Roto Grinders Roto Grinders um, website. Very good. You can f- find out all like all the funny stats about all the Scott Fishbowl uh, teams and who was drafted where and all that kind of stuff as well and ADB value and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, awesome stuff. There, talk about Scott Fishbowl, the UK version starts drafting next week. Are we uh, are we all involved in that or not? No, I'm not. Yeah. Why not? Because I'm not. Okay. There's too much going on. <laughs> okay. Rob, you're, you're in. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, I missed that. The uh, the UK one by uh, from... Yes. Um, yes, Rich, Rich yes, 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 yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. I am in that, yeah. What league are you in? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm in I the office. I don't know. I'm in the office. <laughs> There we go. Uh, but I think that starts uh, that starts next week as well. So yeah, that should be. Uh, it's always fun drafting, isn't it? Draft season is here, people. Draft season is here. Um, yes, and if if you're new to fantasy, uh, just a little a plug here for my article, which is literally about to hit the website in about ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> I have just put up a beginner's guide: ten big tips for fantasy drafting. So nice. it's for it's for beginners, it's for for newbies. If you're even one or two years in you want to know some tricks of the trade uh, on draft day and go give that a uh, check it out it's about mock drafting it's got about um identifying sleepers knowing your league and formats and and, and point position and, and and point systems uh, stuff like that um t- when to draw it di- when you should be looking to sort of draft your quarterbacks and tight ends and and defensive uh, players uh, and uh, special teams defenses stuff like that so so yeah it's going to be up in about 10 minutes mm. so uh, go check that out that'll be good for anyone who's sort of new to fancy yeah so even if you're listening into this a week after it's been downloaded it'll still be 10 minutes after this podcast is finished <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, it might also be good for people who are bad at fantasy as well there you go well yeah big players out there there is. Uh, but one, one thing I will say about obviously about the uh, the big you know Scott Fishbow and obviously the UK fantasy league as well. Um, a lot, it's a great it's a great community and industry to be in and and you know the charity not only between you know the donations to charity themselves make sure you try and do that if you can spare any cash but obviously just between people as well obviously people always wanting to help people out um, and also I'd say I, I would plug. Uh, Rich King has a a lot of draft stuff uh, up on his site, kingfantasysports.com, and you can get 10% off with the code UKFL. Uh, he did send me another one as well but for digital content, but uh, 10% off site-wide is probably better. But yeah, you can get to draft boards, cheat seats, and all, all the other stuff to equip you for your upcoming season. Uh, we will no doubt be getting involved with that next year. But uh, moving on to full, full 10-yard stuff, fantasy football-wise, the, the Listener League coveted staff 
uh, staff spot has a winner, and it's James Fotheringham. Uh, he's a good friend of the show. Uh, currently, he was the current leader of the full ten uh, full ten questions until uh, until Neil got involved. <laughs> but uh, yeah, James, get in touch, and we'll we'll send you a link to the uh, the full ten yards staff league. So very coveted spot there for you. Uh, thank you to everyone that obviously expressed an interest in that. But the good news is we are now taking submissions for the full ten yards at listener league, fourteen team league. It's going to be from fun- some funky scoring on that as well. So if you want in on it, let us know. Uh, us three, I think we'll. I've put us down for one team. The three of us, mm-hmm. so we can we can mm-hmm. try and co-commission that. So that's going to be fun, isn't it? Um, so thirteen, <laughs> thirteen spots up for grabs. Um, so that, yeah, that could be quite interesting. But open to everyone. So get in touch anyway. You like DM contact form on the website, and we'll select thirteen people over the next few weeks. So that all that leaves us left to do, chaps, is the uh, the content that's gone out recently on the full ten yards. I'll start us off with the Britball. Obviously, last week we had a Britball podcast with Roger Groves, which is a two-parter, the A to Z of Britball and Baffer officiating. It was good fun and hoping to get on Friday uh, Northumberland Vikings uh, head coach uh, podcast on Friday interview with him. Uh, just a, a reaction in, to their massive win versus the East Kilbride Pirates. Uh, put a whopper of a review of last week's round number two on the website as an article, so go and check that out. Uh, Betting-wise, yeah, last week, as I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, had an MVP and season-long stats uh, betting side of things. Uh, we took a look at with Adam Warford of Touchdown Tips, our resident tipster. So that just leaves the other two branches of the full 10 yards. Lee, tell us about your college stuff. Yeah, so usual Tuesday afternoon slot for me. Um, put out another supply lines piece. This one was on Oklahoma quarterbacks. Obviously, the Sooners have had quite a lot of success. Obviously, two uh, most recent number one draft picks and the two most recent Heisman Trophy winners and I'm kind of earmarking maybe their current quarterback uh, to potentially uh, win, the, win the next Heisman Trophy so yeah if you're into college football go over and read that um, I'm sure a lot of people don't agree um, with who I'm picking um, and that'll be the usual Tuesday slot as always and just another thing just to earmark your calendars for more content that will come everyone's way in the near future because I'm in the process of assembling sort of more writers and more of a team which we're sort of in the latter stages of so you know in the next few weeks we're putting out lots more college content as we're about a month away from week zero I think it is the 24th of August so literally a month away from week zero which uh, obviously we're all looking forward to yeah absolutely and also obviously we're looking very much forward to fantasy drafts and fantasy football Rob take it away yeah, so uh, just recently we've we've had a uh, a good amount of content go on the fantasy side. Uh, most recently, Adam Wolford, as you've already mentioned, um, a good friend at Touchdown Tips, he wrote wrote me a fantasy article. It's really good. Uh, potential fantasy breakout candidates for 2019. Uh, well worth going to watch. What you're looking out for now, guys, when you're coming up to draft season, you're looking out for uh, obviously we, we know who you're probably drafting in the first and second third round but it's the middle rounds now it's the the, the breakout candidates it's the sleepers uh, so that's all coming in onto the website um as well just for a, a, another shameless plug for myself um as i mentioned earlier deep 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 sleepers part two is out and i, I th- fully recommend anyone who's in a deeper league or a, a dynasty league potentially uh, there is some really deep players on here which are probably going to be uh on your waiver wires um so yeah go, go pick them up just take take a dart throw on them on your last draft pick or like i said if it, on a waiver wire in your dynasty leagues uh, they, these guys could really take off um i so say i've predicted this year's philip Lindsay. so uh, is Br- 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 perriman on that list 
Bashar Perriman is definitely not on that list. Oh. <laughs> That's, a <shame. laughs> That's a shame. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Um, yeah, and also don't, don't, uh, there will be uh, some more NFL stuff uh, article-wise coming out soon, Division uh, divisional previews, team previews, and a bit of a website revamp as well coming very soon indeed. So keep your eyes peeled, everyone. There you go. Took took nearly an hour to get eyes peeled into the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got we got there in the end. But that's gonna do it for the podcast this uh this week. We'll be back in a couple of days, say with the Britball podcast. Keep uh, keep a look out for that. Uh enjoyed that one actually, lads. Keep your rankings, pretty good episode, but uh, that's gonna do it for all of us here. Yeah, long time, long time coming. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, mentioned it like every week for about we a month. <laughs> we, did we did. But we did it. So we did it, we did it. We did, it. we did it, it was good. It um was good. Yeah. But uh, we'll, I'll speak to you boys all again next week. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from Rob. Take it easy, peeps. Well, hey. Nailed it first time. Yes. Go on. Yes. Podcast was a success. Uh, <laughs> goodbye from Lee. See you on the other side, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. for listening to the full 10 yards podcast follow us on facebook or twitter at full 10 yards or email the show full 10 yards at gmail.com